0: Ladies and gents, is. hey, have you ever wondered how your past is like really stopping you from what you're doing tomorrow? I know I have. That's what we're going to talk about today. Here we go.
1: Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not. Straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of
0: Business. Business
1: yeah here we go ladies
2: and gents time to drop the heat here we go all right all you business pros out there before we jump into the show just a quick reminder as always to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today give us a like give us a follow subscribe and drop a review help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests While we rise up in those podcast rankings, we'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz to schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we are so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Today's amazing guest is drawn by a deepening interest in all aspects of the human mind. As a personal and executive coach, he is an international expert combining psychology, neuroscience, neuroscience, neurobiology, and philosophy to teach his pillars to success, the power of letting go, the mind-body duality, how to develop bulletproof confidence in business. That one's really interesting. Attitude is everything and the holistic human. His work highlights the impact of the mind-body connection. And with his coaching, you can learn how to combine it with the heart-emotional connection that can lead you to becoming the best version of yourself. So stop fighting that constant internal battle and struggling with confidence. The Mind Coach is here to help. Joining us today from across the Atlantic in London, welcome to the show, David (laughs) Rama.
0: David, I know it's a completely different time for you out there, but, man, we're ready to have some fun. You excited?
3: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, uh, just come 11 here in the evening, but, yeah, I'm up. I'm up for it. (laughs) <laughs>
0: What's up, Posh? All right, David, let's jump into this thing. Uh, I always start with uh, with what is it that you're selling? You're an entrepreneur. You're in business. You're out there to help people, but you have to have a product or service. Something's got to make a, you know ends meet. So what are you
3: selling? Uh, yeah, well, I, I work as a coach, uh, and, I, and I just literally launched my book, my first ever book. So that came out in January this year, and I think it's out in the States this month. So I'm super excited, super excited. Nice. About that. nice. Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, I want to know about the
0: the wait, whole. Wait, 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 wait,
3: What What's the name of the book, and where can we find it? Yeah. The thank you. The the book's called Let It Go, and you can find it online, all bookstores, including Amazon. Uh, and it's also um just been released on Kindle version as well. So, that's excited me. I'm I'm on. I'm going to record in the studio next week for Audible as well. So. Lots of people have been asking about that. Did you
0: have any issues with like Disney at all? Cause I mean, let it go, let it go. Like, that's the first thing that popped into my head. I got, a, I was thinking, that's if you didn't have any issues, that's brilliant.
3: I mean, that's amazing. Nothing yet, but hey uh that's all publicity isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah it is it's exactly right it's exactly right all right yeah. let's jump into this thing then uh tell me a little bit about your co your coaching background like i, I want to know how you got into this space why getting into the coaching space what is it that happened in your life because oftentimes right we're talking about our past here what po- where propelled you to become who you are today
3: yeah thank you uh for a good question uh, uh, as a child i had very little self-confidence uh, and very little self-esteem and, and by the time I was 20 I realized hold on I'm this isn't right I'm not feeling um like all the other guys were confident they seemed to be uh, be able to make new friends and I just knew that there was that it just wasn't right and that, then I had um dark thoughts I would say so I went to some some dark places in my 20s and by the time I was thirty, I was working as an optometrist, so I was um, what they call an eye doctor in the states. And but I, it just wasn't what I wanted to do, and I knew I wanted to do something to help people. Uh, and that was um, I, I looked into it, researched it, uh, psychiatry, psychotherapy, counselling, but nothing really appealed to me. Uh, and then I discovered coaching, uh, and then I thought, right, wow, this is this is really interesting. This is back in two thousand. Uh, and I started looking into coaching, training. And it was so new, especially here in the UK. Uh, and nobody knew what a coach was, uh, a life coach, they called them. And I started training then in 2004. Uh, uh, when I was working as an optometrist at the time. Uh, uh, but I just thought, this is this is for me. You know, when you get that, something resonates with you and you can feel it. You know, this is what I want to do. Uh, help regular people. Find out who the who they really are under underneath the surface and help them rise up uh, instead of limiting themselves. So that's that's how I started my journey as a coach. And uh, I don't think I work. I I love what I do. So it's it's not really. I don't call it work anymore. You know.
0: Tell me tell me more about that 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 dark time in your life because I always feel like those those are those pinnacle moments in people's lives where things change for them, right? You you can either go down that dark path and then yeah. continue spiraling out of control, yes. or you can decide to make a change or sometimes life changes things for you. Yeah. You know, what is that core thing? And how were you feeling at that time that kind of shifted your your point of view?
3: Yeah, both things happen to be, to be honest, uh, Hernan. Um, I, I had some professional exams for optometry. After you leave university, you do what I won your internship. And there were practical exams and and you said 10 during the, during the summer at the end of the year. Uh, and I failed eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt so humiliated. I felt embarrassed. I feel ashamed. Uh, this was in 1996. Uh, and I just felt I wanted to, I wanted to hang myself. Actually, I was looking for the rope uh, and it was that, that bad I felt. Um, and then, I got through that time, I challenged myself, I did the resets and within six months I'd qualified. But so it taught me, it taught me a lot about failure uh, and uh, how to overcome that mindset of failure. I just sort of dig into my reserves. Cap, uh, my ex-girlfriend at the time and my friend, they'd rushed to the house because they, they sensed, it wasn't, this was before mobile phones. So uh, they, they'd rung me on the house phone. And I just, <laughs> obviously I didn't sound right. And they rushed home. And, um, yeah, I was in a dark place, but I, I, I got out of that. Uh, and then the event or thing that really propelled me into really wanting to be a coach was um, in 2002, my father passed on. And he wasn't an old man. You know, he was in his early in his 60s, early 60s. He wasn't old at all. Uh, and that really hit me hard, obviously. Uh, and then within... It was, he died in the October, and my son was born in January. So it literally mm. was one out, one in. Uh, it was a really hard time for me. But I, I knew it was time to change. I knew it was time to do something different in my life. And that that was really, the, those were parts of my journey which really triggered me into thinking, well, what is it I want to do with life, in life, especially the, the events in 2002 um early 2003 with the birth of my son i knew i knew i had to change myself because i'd taken to a lot of um drinking alcohol you know nights out and just forgetting the world escaping i knew i had to change i was becoming a person who i didn't like and some because tomorrow the sun will rise
0: Exactly. And some of those trials and tribulations that we have, um, they're, they're things that, that shape us, but oftentimes they're things that stop us from continuing to take on new risks, to try with new relationships, to venture out in business. Yeah. How do we take those struggles and turn them into strengths?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's at those times when we challenge ourselves. Those times we we can hit rock bottom. But I always believe in the power of resilience. My father used to say, "David, you're so tenacious. You know, you never give up." And I I think I do think that it's at that time when we learn that um, what we focus on does expand. And it's it's a common coaching term when we look whatever you look at does uh, become your reality. And at, at that point, you're to ha- you can ask yourself at your darkest moments, what's the gift in this? What is the gift in this? What, what can I learn from this? Because where we focus our, our mind does does lead us in a, in a particular direction. So we can either focus, if you look, at, we're at a crossroads, you can either focus on I'm the victim of not, not having enough resources, not having enough, known enough people. Um, like we're in the middle of a pandemic right now, and, and this is causing, causing, a business to suffer, or how can I pivot? How can I take and learn from this? And how can I challenge myself to do something different? And I, I believe in that. Turn in that ship. If you imagine your life or your business as a ship, sometimes we got to turn direction. And some at those moments we can learn so much about ourselves uh, and our own resilience and our own belief in ourselves because it's, it comes to a point where it does test you on how much you ha- believe in yourself at that time and then what do you what do you really ultimately think about yourself uh, in terms of limiting beliefs and we can and a powerful exercise you can do is just to write down a list of things that you would love to do in your life in your business and be honest with yourself and spend about half an hour to an hour just doing that and writing down you know i want to Uh, have a thriving business I want to travel the world I want to I want clients all over the world and just to write down this list of what you want to do I want a house in the Bahamas whatever and then to write to revisit that the next day after you've actually thought about it deeply to revisit it and to answer the question well why haven't I got it what's stopping me from doing and then when you put it down what's stopping you? what you think is stopping you in there are your limiting beliefs in there is a limiting belief. So you might be putting down, well, I'm not smart enough or I don't know enough people or I, I can't afford a PR or something like that and then you realize that is the underlying mechanism which could be stopping you from growing your business at that time, yeah.
2: I can't hear you. Bro, you're, you're muted. What, what's up with that? Are
0: you okay Oh, how about now? Can you hear me now? Okay. Hang
2: on. Hang on. Seriously, we had a you're muted moment on the podcast? I can't believe that, right? <laughs> Come on, I can't man. That. I, I must Come have been fired something, man. I don't know what I can say. What <laughs> can say? It happens. You're you're, you're fired. You're fired. Yeah, you know what? That's
0: in the past. We're going back to the future, now, right? We're going
2: back to the future. No, oh, okay, that's uh, perfect. Wait, 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 hang on. We got we got the perfect thing for that. And I can't find it there.
3: Road. Where we're
2: going. We don't need roads. We're going back to the future on that one.
0: All right. So what I was what I was saying is when I get into the to the position where I start writing things that I want, I find that I have uh, one of my limiting beliefs. I think is um, I can't think of myself having a different kind of future. Like I can't think of myself doing something other than I'm what I'm already doing is that because I'm already at the happy point or am I am I limiting myself am I am I saying that you know is there a fear of success maybe maybe I'm afraid to go to that next level so I don't acknowledge that next level and I our
1: deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure
0: and and I really I really do believe that like I, I feel like I've, I've um me personally I, I get to a point where I'm stopping myself from going to that next level and I'm trying to look back at my past and identify major events in my life or major upbringings or opinions that really prevent me from taking that next step because I feel if I can cl- add closure to that and I don't feel like I had a traumatic childhood or anything right but mm-hmm. there are still things in our in our past that are holding us back and I'm wondering if I can unlock those things if I can just find out what they are and identify them name them and then let them go. Mm-hmm. Maybe then I can see a future that I'm that I'm looking for.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the simple answer to that is we we can only do so much on ourselves by ourselves to be uncertain. You know, uh, and I would always say, speak with someone, speak with someone you trust. So it might be a professional, like a coach. So someone like myself, someone that you or someone that you know, and. If they can ask you the right questions, Hernan, in terms of um, what's underneath the surface. If you can imagine an iceberg, the tip of the iceberg is actually what you're aware of at, at any moment in time. What's underneath the iceberg is in what's called your subconscious mind. So it's the bigger part of your mind. And that controls and that that has uh, all the behaviors, all the limiting beliefs, all the fears that you, you currently have. And they are buried in that body right under the water. And what happens is, when you start to examine it, and you give me a simple question, like, what, what would I like to do in life? Uh, what, how do I see my life turning out? What would I regret not doing in life? Uh, and you can ask yourself those questions, but when you're busy asking yourself a question, you've got, you've got something called cognitive bias anyway. Mm-hmm. that you are trying to match your reality after what, what you perceive to be your beliefs. But the answer to your question is, the most powerful way is to really have a conversation with someone, to get it out of your system uh, in terms of what is it that you want in life. Because most people, to be honest, Hernan, most people don't know what they don't know what they want. They know what they don't want. It's mm-hmm. really easy to ask them that. And then if you say what you want, they might say, um, I want to be rich. But that's not exactly what I want. That's just Mm -hmm. money. Uh, Money is great, but what do you want to do with it? I don't know. I just want to be rich. So it's a case of specifically finding out what really energizes you, what makes you happy, what could you be proud of one day, what could you be grateful for, what excites you, uh, what are you committed to. And when you look at these elements and put them together, you can – pretty much figure out where your life do you want to go. So uh, in terms of me as a, as a coach and a speaker and an author, I never wanted to be an author and I never wanted to be a speaker. But my message, what happened was I was working with clients over the years and I just started getting these results uh, with these tools I was developing and learning and I wanted to help more people. So I had to get over my own SHIT and start doing live uh, workshops. And I was absolutely bricking it, you know, scared of, of doing it. But I just stand up there. And the first event I ever did, Vernon, um, I was – it was, wasn't was good. I was in this big hotel, and I was doing this audience there, and I was just all over the place. I had this microphone like Madonna, and I just looked stupid. And I was <laughs> – I, I know I sounded stupid. It just wasn't working out well. So – but I didn't give up. Because I, my message was, uh, I need to help people get over their, get over themselves, and and I learned that what I learned from that was. My message is let's deconstruct who you think you are and reconstruct who you really are, and I just thought about that, and that's exactly what 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 I do, and then, over the years, somebody said, listen, you've got these great results with these workshops now, and you should put this in a book to help more people. And that's what led to that, you know? Uh, so I transcribed my courses and then rewrote it and put it into a book, got a publisher. I was re- really lucky. But then I knew what I wanted. So I, I think with, from from what you said, really it's getting clarity. In, you know, mm-hmm. you probably have to have a clarity session a couple of hours where you just, where you where you, you, you are, to the point where you're off guard and you come out with stuff uh, in almost like um you' know uh, you're not aware of what you come out with and then you come out with all this information and in there you you'll be able to discover really which direction you want to go because sometimes people have got too many directions to go and it seems that you want to find another addition another string to your bow and i'm sure you've got plenty of um avenues to take. But sometimes, sometimes we get scared. Sometimes we get comfortable with with our own reality. uh, And sometimes we just don't have any clarity on where to go. I hope that can answer your question in in some some form. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing is, I don't know that I have an exact answer because I don't have the exact clarity, and it's and it's funny. James and I are complete opposites in this, right? He's taken tremendous amount of time to sharpen that saw and figure out what his vision is and his clarity and where he wants to go. Uh, and I, on the other hand, I tend to be that type of person who I'm not super emotional. You know, I'm not the I'm not the crying type. I and I, it's, I don't think it, it's not that I don't feel these things. It's just that maybe i just don't project them in some way and and i and, and it's funny because when when i started thinking about this sort of stuff i'm i'm reading a book right now called you can do anything if you only knew what it was right and and i think that that uh, in in going through some of the practices that she's putting on that i really start looking at my past and i really start looking into well maybe what i thought was was doing one thing actually affected me in another way you know what i mean and i'll, I'll give you a perfect example religion for example uh, for me it, it growing up, my, my mom and my, my, my side of the family has always been very much churchgoers. Uh, and they've taken us on trips you know across the border where we do missionary work and we give away clothes and we give, you know create, do food for a bunch of people, all these great things. Uh, and, and on the outset, it sounds very beautiful and, and amazing. Mm. But what I'm starting to realize is that what a lot of that did for me was limit what I think I'm, what I think I deserve. Right, like, like, there's so many people that are suffering. Maybe you know, I get to a point, and 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 I'm starting to look at this.
2: now. If you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it more now. If you level than than a than a subconscious level. Now I'm now I'm really thinking like, well, maybe the every time I get to a point where I'm almost gonna hit this level of success, I sabotage myself because maybe I'm thinking. Like, I don't deserve that. There's so many people who are struggling. There's so many people who need more help. I should give more away for free. I should give more of my time. I don't need that type of success. Mm. And, I, and I don't say... I don't think it means what you think it means. I, I don't say those things to myself. I, I don't. But I'm starting to kind of make a parallel between some of these things. I'm wondering, is there any connection? Am I just kind of making it up? Is it really not what, I, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm thinking? Or is there something there?
3: Mm. I mean, I mean, there's something called um, – um, some, some people have something called paradise syndrome where everything's going so well uh, and they sometimes they feel they don't deserve it. Uh, and it, it would really depend on, again, where, where you think you are in life. Uh, a lot of what you're thinking uh, – there's something in, in the book called the blueprint, which is something we all have. And it's based on um, from zero to zero to seven, our parents fed us information uh, mm-hmm. on how life should be, how it is according to them, their rules. And then, as a as a sub sub uh, seven year old, you 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 take it all in, uh, and that's your truth. And then seven to fourteen, then teachers come into it, and the teachers can make or break you. Uh, and we don't remember half of what they said to us or mm-hmm. how they made feel. We're, our body is um, a, a storage recording device so all the emotions we have are actually locked into our body anyway um, I, I, I say it's soft wiring because you can release it so if you think about the journey then 14 onwards these days it's social media boyfriends girlfriends um you know and 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 all that so what we what you can think about is that Things happened. You might have had a marvellous childhood nothing wrong, but it doesn't really matter. It's how you felt. It's actually how you felt Mm -hmm. growing up. You can have two children have exactly the same childhood, but one can grow up to be super confident and the other not. But they had the same information thrown at them, but they just had different personalities. Uh, And because of that, we store these emotions and making decisions, Ernan, is a very emotional Led way of life because that's what we do. If if we're in a uh, a bad state of mind, we're in a bad mood. We we might make a less uh, impressive decision than if we're in a good mood with lots of clarity. You know, mm-hmm. so there there is a lot to be said about if you look back at your life. Uh, I call it the stick of rock effect. Look at your habits. Look at your habits. Look at how you make decisions, and in there. There's something perhaps that's impeding you or, or inhibiting you, making certain decisions or getting clarity.
0: Yeah, those that and it, it's it's uh it's amazing what you find when you start looking kind of introspectively into your own life. Uh, and, and I, I love the the concept that you said there about you know having having siblings uh, having the same parents and the same lifestyle growing up and going in completely different ways. Cause that's exactly the way, you know, my family was, I mean, it, there was three of us and we went on completely different paths. Uh, and, uh, and I mean, James and I are still here doing our thing, but, but his lifestyle is completely different from my lifestyle. I mean, literally he even has a show on that completely different lifestyle. Uh, and it's and and I think, you know, and it's funny because he's throwing the, the little uh, clips here telling me, I don't know if that's how, you know, what you're saying makes sense at all. But he's going through similarly the same thing. He's going through a, a conflict in, in his identity. Um, and the conflict really lies on how we were brought up and how society sees the way that we do things. And, you know, we have this outside force that is kind of dictating who we're supposed to be. And I think at some point we need to figure out who we are. So, we can tell that outside force who we are. There's no thing like me except me. Exactly like Rocket. So, how do we stop our past from affecting our future?
3: Yeah, yeah, good, good, good point. Well, you look at your, first of all, you look at your, your current behaviors. Uh, that's the first thing. Just to understand that uh, our brain, there's the science of neuroplasticity, our brains can change. But up till now, they've been working in a certain way and we all have that thing called the blueprint and it it contains our values, our beliefs, our fears, uh, our toxic thinking. And the first thing to do is to find out how, how are you thinking? How are you thinking? And a really cool exercise to do is to sit down and just to close your eyes and for about half an hour, watch your thoughts, just, just watch your thoughts, sit there you're not meditating you're actually watching your thoughts uh, and actually observe your thoughts because there's three parts of us i believe there's three parts there's the, the mind which is like our software operating system there's the body which is the physical vehicle we travel around this earth and there's the other part the third part which is the, like the soul the spirit the observer that's mm-hmm. that's the greater part of us so the mind is it's software it it is not us it's just Software which has been installed and it allows us to perceive reality through our senses. So, we've got five senses. So, if you can imagine that you lose every sense, you lose your hearing, your tasting, your seeing, your smelling, your, your seeing, you're still in there. You just haven't got any contact with this 3D reality we've got. But you're still in the body, you're still alive, but you've lost all your senses. Uh, that means there's someone else. There's something else in there as well, besides your senses. Your senses are connected to you, to your brain. And your mind perceives what you see around you, and you make those decisions. So, I would, list, I would observe your thoughts, and that's a really, really powerful way. So, it, somebody might think be thinking um, frenetic, have frenetic thoughts. Somebody might be thinking, well, I've thought a lot of negative stuff over the last half hour. Half hour. Somebody might be thinking, "I've been very doom and gloom." Somebody might find their thoughts accelerating to the future. I will be happy when I find myself a partner. I'll be happy when I get a new car. I'll be happy when my business Mm -hmm. breaks off. So that's forward thinking, um, and uh, in the future. And you're you're telling your subconscious mind, "I'm not happy, but I will be happy when dot dot dot." So that's perhaps some of the worst thoughts you can think. And somebody might be thinking, "Well, actually." All I do is say to myself, if only I went to college, if only I'd said yes to that job offer, if only I'd not gone to that meeting. So they're living in the past. So our mind is like a time traveler. That way of just looking to focus on where where is your mind because you can't change what you don't know. It's impossible. You, you can't change what you don't know. So that was the first thing. The second thing is for one week, you can wear like an elastic band. It's one of the, one of the tools in the book. And for one week, <laughs> you got it. For one week, just listen to yourself, blaming, complaining, judging, criticizing uh, the world and yourself. Just listen to yourself, first of all. And every time you do it, ping it. That sends a signal up your arm to your brain to register pain and associate the pain with blame, complain, judge, criticize, regret, res- resentment, um, judgment. So you've got those negative, all those negative thoughts and emotions. And what you're doing is you're you are every time you ping the elastic band, you're sending a signal up to the brain. You're registering this. I did it again, I did it again. And you're bringing what you're doing is you're bringing up, you're bringing it up. Remember the iceberg. You're bringing it up to the top surface of the water. So you're aware of it. You can't change something if you're not aware. So as soon as you're aware of it, you go about changing it. You know, you, mm. you, you actually say, Rick, I don't want to do this. I don't want to blame myself all the time. I'm I'm criticizing myself. And sometimes we wouldn't talk to our dog the way we talk to ourselves, And we do it under the surface. So that's self-awareness, Hernan, is always the first step to change. Always the first step. And I've had so many people... Uh, come to my courses uh, and I've worked with them. Even that knowing uh, and becoming aware of how they were thinking was bonkers. They went on to, you know, decided to change because if we if you just use tools and strategies to change on a mind you're not really um aware of, it doesn't work. That's mm-hmm. why people are forever reading self-help books and doing courses and they're not changing because they They don't know what they need to change. They just know how they feel at that time. So, by the way
0: that was very practical and tactical I love that sort of stuff because it's the simple things like that those little habits that will ultimately change uh, drastically you talked about the ship uh, you know a ship going from one one continent to another that shifts just a few degrees will end up in a completely different spot so you know being able to identify things and just you know snapping the snapping the wrist there and building the habit that little bit of change it makes all the difference in the world we did something very similar when we tried to correct our own uh speaking because we'd say um and k's after every sentence so we grabbed the, a glass jar and we dropped quarters into it as we were recording our show to really bring it to the surface that well, i need to make this correction and it worked it helped right it, it totally changed uh and it was something small something easy to uh, to identify uh the other thing i noticed is uh well the band that i have on is uh from memorial because we had a a uh uh Uh, death in the family. And one of the things that came to my mind when I was there, I was looking through the photo albums and I was like, you know what, you know, we're here on this planet. And then we turn into a photo, like, then it's gone. Then it's like, all of a sudden you're you're not there, right? And so you only have so much time on this earth and the the words that you're using to describe things to yourself, the state that you're in every single day and, and how you're addressing whatever comes your way as a problem or an opportunity, those are all things that you can put here and address them and change the way that you look at the world or what you say to the world. And it makes all that. It makes a huge difference in your in your life. David, thank you very much for coming on the program today. Before we head out, can you let people know uh, how they can get a hold of you if they want to work with you?
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, if they want to go to the website, it's uh, david ramancom And there's the Instagram, david Yeah, feel free to reach out if, uh, if they're looking for help or inspiration just follow me online and we uh, will reach out. I'm really happy to help.
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. I mean, this one was deep for me. You got me right there. I felt a little choked up as I'm going through yeah, ladies go, go, go. and gents. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I don't know if you're like me, I'm not a super emotional person. Uh, there's like a movie every year I watch. Uh, it's a wonderful life. And at the very end, I always, uh, get really choked up. Uh, and i know you're if it's a really old movie so it's no spoiler alert here but at the very end uh when when the whole town comes to help up uh, help out george uh that that admiration that he's that he feels from all the help that he's given, that is my journey. That is what I feel I, I want to bring to this world. And that's why I hop on these podcasts. and that's why I send as much information and as much value as I possibly can. I give it away as as often and as free as I possibly can, because that's the impact that I want to make in this world. I, I hope that when I'm in trouble or or you know, when I die, that there's that many people that come back cuz i made an impact in your life. Yeah. So that's you know that's my that's my journey that's what i do that's what inspires me. And sometimes i call it fame and fortune, but really it's just love and admiration. So ladies and gents, you know, make sure you guys are out there doing what you need to do, figuring out who you are and talk to somebody. David is out there to to listen. There's a lot of people out there that are that are close to you and near and dear. Uh you know, just take that look inside and see what happens. You never know. Sometimes that little bit that little snap will go a long All way.
3: Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah, go for it. Let me say something. I'm, I'm, I'm on Instagram. I've, I've never done it before on social media. I'm actually next week uh, for 17 weeks. I'm delivering uh, a free "Let It Go" uh, program online live next week. So it'll be. Um, I think it's 11 a.m. UK time. So it'll be. I, I'm, uh, it's for for the Americans. It's going to be early in the day. But it'll be it'll be up there each episode, seventeen weeks. I'll be doing for free, the Let It Go program, bite-size every week to help people out there. So
0: at David underscore ramen on Instagram. So, guys, go check it out. That's the beauty of social media. It's going to live there
3: forever. It's
0: never going to go away. So, when I die, I'm not going to turn into a picture. I'll turn into a video. There we go. <laughs> a video and audio. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. David, thank you very much for coming on the show. Guys, check him out on Instagram. Go to his website as well. Get the information you need. you never know that little piece might change your mind. All right, ladies and gents. We'll see you again mañana. Peace.
1: Peace. We're out.